Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you, as always, for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. We have a really fun show in store for you today. Ricky and Pam join me, and we talk about our favorite Walt Disney World obscure characters. And when we're talking obscure, we mean obscure. We're talking about characters that are in original Epcot films, elephants from the safari, folks that are telling us what to do in pre-shows to keep us safe, and just things that'll bring you some joy and maybe give you a laugh next time you're down at Walt Disney World because you have never seen this this quick little obscure character in the same light. But hopefully it'll uh, take you to Walt Disney World here for 40 to 45 minutes and give you a fun escape here on your Friday. As always, our shows are brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Please support the agency that allows us to put this podcast out three to four times a week all around the world. It's themagicforless.com. Swing by, fill out your free no-obligation quote, and an agent will get back to you right away this weekend. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. The one extra click really does help us out with everything we do. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of our show. You guys make all these shows possible. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,172 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you and welcome to the third weekend in October, which some of you know what that means. Tomorrow is the third Saturday in October, which in certain parts of the world is a very big deal. You guys probably have no idea what I'm talking about, but some people do. Roll Tide. All right, let's have a good show today. We are going to have fun because we're getting ready to talk about our favorite Walt Disney World obscure characters. Not not famous. Figment can't work because he's kind of popular. He's everywhere. He's a popcorn bucket. He's a plush. He, he rides on your shoulder. He's a backpack. He's everywhere. Not obscure. We're going to go deep and talk about favorite Walt Disney World characters around the resort, not even in the theme park. Some places, other places. We're going to have a good time with that. We want you to join along on social media with us today. Let's hope you're having a great Friday and also hoping she is having a great Friday. We have Ricky from themouseforless.com. Happy Friday, Ricky. What's up? Happy Friday. Yeah, I've got a, a good weekend in store. Uh, one of my coworkers is getting married, so I'm headed to a wedding this weekend. So it should be a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, blue tuxedos and all that stuff. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't been to a wedding in ages. Do they, I'm sure you have, do they still do like the first dance, the dollar dance, the chicken dance? Yeah, no, all the I haven't, I haven't been to a wedding in ages either. Uh, I am certain that they don't do the chicken dance because I can guarantee that's not happening. I always uh, did uh yeah no uh and uh not sure about the dollar dance probably not because not sure what Is he, do you think DJ that's like do you think that's only a midwestern thing the the dollar dance out people might not know oh. what the dollar dance is but it was a way 
Now I saw. Now we didn't do this at my wedding because I kind of thought it was tacky. No, we I didn't, didn't do this do at our reception either. either. No. But I did many over because I did I DJ wedding receptions for yes. a decade every Saturday night. And the thing was, I saw couples rake it in. I mean, yes. they probably made a thousand bucks, like oh, in yeah. like in thirty minutes. Sometimes those dog dances would go for like a half hour, and yep. like people would pay money to dance with like the bride and the groom, and like we get yep. like twenties, fifties, hundreds. It was crazy. But I mean, is that like a Midwestern thing? Do they not do that on the coast? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I mean, I know it was definitely a thing we did in Missouri. Yeah, so, totally. uh, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, I I've, think it has some cultural like roots too. Like yeah. my stepdad's family's Italian, so like they did that at their weddings. It wasn't just a dollar dance though; it was a money dance. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so too, there yeah. were, <laughs> yes, yeah, people really raked it in there. Um, but my mom's family, um, we did not yeah. do anything like that. So I wonder. I wonder if it is cultural or what. Because, I mean, obviously... I think it probably is a bunch of different things. So it's probably yeah. regional. It's probably cultural in some ways or whatnot. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we, that's we, true. we polka. I mean, we, we did a lot of fun stuff here in the oh, Midwest. Pennsylvania so polka. Yeah, Hello. Totally. Always a bar beer barrel polka was one of my favorites to bust out. And then I backed it up with another one. I can't remember. But Donna, Ricky's mom's actually in the live chat. So it's kind of out of style right now. But a lot of people do it still for charity. I Which, like that if idea. I did it, the charity would have been called my honeymoon. But well, that's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the honeymoon fun. Anyway, also joining us, you just heard from her talking about cultural norms and you know uh, celebrations. We have also the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forrester. She's a, a woman of many hats. What's up, Pam? Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday, and we're not going too deep on cultural norms here. It's not a um, thesis or anything like that. It's just off-the-cuff um, remarks, which I think if ever our podcast had a tagline, that might be it, right? Off-the-cuff cuff remarks. So, totally. And, I, you know, I, I think I feel a Mike in the Midwest uh, episode coming, Wild Wedding Reception Stories. Uh, from, oh, I like that. From various yeah. VFW halls and uh, 19th holes at golf courses. There I've, you go. I've DJed at wild places. I mean, like crazy places. And that stories. Catholic churches on New Year's Eve were always crazy in St. Louis because the beer flowed and the party happened. It was crazy. Anyway, so we're, that's what we're here to talk about. That's what we do on Patreon. So today we are going to talk about our favorite obscure Walt Disney World characters. Now, this could be characters that are anywhere around the theme parks at Walt Disney World. We could, we could go to Disneyland, too, if you want. And we could even talk resorts. They don't have to be in the theme parks. But we're now talking about movie characters, because I don't watch movies, so I'd be out. So, Walt oh, Disney son. World characters. All right, so I'm going to go to Pam first on this one. So, All Pam, right. let's, let's make these good. What are we going to go with here? What's Okay, of, wow, what's pressure. <laughs> I told Mike had texted us the subject matter for this podcast a little bit ago right over an hour yeah. before we were doing over an hour yeah, which least. trust me there's plenty of planning for right my, maybe, that's maybe, it. So that's maybe what I said. 90 minutes i'm just saying yeah. right yeah. Yeah. this podcast better be our best one ever because we all did homework and we did leading up to this so anyways so i'm gonna go with my first one is from animal kingdom okay i'm on the safari okay all right. And a little red. Oh. Little oh. red. Oh. I thought you were, were going to go Not with the honey. I thought you were going I with, you're this, going with the honey so. badger from last week, but no. Yeah, no. 
Honey Badger appearing on yes. BOGP merchandise soon. Right. Yes, exactly. say, right? I hear it. No. I hear it. I do. I still do. <laughs> that dude was punking us. He was yeah, actually he was. irritated at us. Yeah, we he was. Talking, I mean, I would too if I was, you know, if I was mad because I had to pull If I was putting shift. my heart and soul into this performance, <laughs> totally right? And these people. two schmucks behind me who have <laughs> no, been on it no less than 35 times. I probably still had barbecue sauce trip. on my on my cheek from eating Boy, all that food that talking. night. Yeah. Yeah. Right, no. So Little Red, which really isn't even part of the attraction anymore. So there used to be this whole storyline at Kilimanjaro Safaris. And they still do reference it sometimes, not very often, though. We were chasing poachers and we got to get real... Um, you familiar with Big Red and Little Red and Wilson, Wilson, <laughs> right? Wilson broke in to gave us give us updates. We were breaking through gates to try to catch the poachers. We were enlisting everyone, uh, everyone's help that was on the safari vehicle. Who wants to go get us some poachers? Yeah, we of Let's course go. we all did. Let's go. Yes. Yes. Let's go. That's Let's right. <laughs> we drove past the clay pits where Big Red and Little Red had been um, gathering some red clay to use for you know nutrition you get nutrition from red clay from all that and at the end we were always so lucky that we were able to save little rad because he or she was in the back there of the vehicle at the end of the ride and we did our job as good ride attraction but of course, Folks. as as Disney fanatics well know, that's not the way the story originally ended. <laughs> the the story originally had a much sadder ending in which the poachers got Little Red's mom, I think. So, you know, just... No, they just got a rando elephant. It wasn't oh, Little Red's mom. Well, I'm pretty sure it was Little Red's mom. Stop, so. we're not even going there. And then, so, but... no, and, then, and, then, and then they turned her into a stick of gum. Yeah. <laughs> so then like that was the thing though you got to see little red but not the front of little red the no. back you only got, bum. The you get to see you the, the bum yeah yes. yeah exactly but thankfully due to our anti-poaching efforts little red was there at the end so yeah i mean that's i i like think about that but that's an obscure character for sure um and i'm sad that there's a whole generation of kilimanjaro safari experiencers that will not get to know about little red and that whole story but that's fine it's still a great attraction and we're all there really for to see the actual animals sort of yes. walking around but it is and you know what like we should do a show on this so we need to, I, I'm gonna write this down attractions that back in the day used to be more aggressive than they are today oh, <laughs> seriously how many there's a ton of attractions that used to be way more aggressive back in the day than they're more passive now and that's one yes no, it's true. Wrong. It's true. Even the speed you used to go. Yeah, on I mean, they used to haul that, that the bridge would. I mean, it would scare you. Like, I'm. Yeah. We're going well, yeah, into the alligators, it's... man. It would shake yeah. back and forth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I miss fifty fifty. Yeah. Where you're going to get eaten by a crocodile on that thing. That's true. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, we're going to talk about this one attraction and not even get any other thought... one. I was right. gonna say I thought Pam was gonna go with actually you know the warden. I thought she was gonna go with Wilson. So I mean I was quite surprised Wilson. when she went with. 
Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, I was more worried about Little Red. Yeah, all right, all right. She's, right, she's got a softie for those little baby elephants. I get it. It's cool. At least they're bombs. Yeah, yeah. that's all you see. I mean, we don't know. Like, has it got a good smile? What? We, we don't know. We have no idea. Who yeah. Knows? Tusks? Who knows? Speaking. Go ahead, Ricky. Okay. What do you got? Well, I was going to say, speaking of characters that we never get to see, uh, I guess this could be one of them. Uh, and it's in Spaceship Earth. I mean, there are so many great you know, audio animatronics in Spaceship Earth, right? Well, there's one that we don't ever get to see, and that's the paper boy. You know, we always see him. He's he's hawking that paper, yes. you know, Civil War is over. But we don't know what he looks like. We have no idea. Like, he's just, just sitting there yelling at a street that's empty. Nobody knows see, what he I looks know. like. It used to bother me, but then I, then I did start to come around to it that he is actually, you're watching him. He's facing the street and selling his papers. It did bother me something fierce for a long time, but I've kind of come around to like, okay, I'm driving past him and he's selling them on the street. I mean, he could be turned a little bit. Maybe. I mean, you know, like he could be, he could be like facing the street, but also kind of facing the yeah, audience. Yeah. I mean, unless his face is just melted off or something. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be so he, you actually did used to see his face. Yes. Okay. I thought you did. You okay. did. And then during one of the recent rehabs, they turned him. Got it. And the first thing I thought to myself when I saw him turned like he is right now, is it totally reminded me of the end of the Blair Witch movie i'm like why is that poor kid turned the other way i absolutely don't get it um but yes at some point you did see his face okay and that's All why right. we're doing this show so close to halloween right there ladies and gentlemen <laughs> right? I, know. I know no face so I, my first one i'm going because i'm a softie and i'm a romantic so one of my favorite obscure characters at Walt Disney World, again, at Epcot, is in Impressions de France. And it's not oh, the no. people in the short jorts on the 10 speeds, by the way. It's not that. Even though <laughs> they, they, get an the honorable, they get an honorable mention, but they're not. that's yeah. not who it is. Because jorts always win. But oh, it's homemade the, ones. It's, yeah, exactly. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> um, but it's the old couple. Like at the very end, like holding hands along the sea, kind of walking off oh, to the music. Like that is like, I mean, that's love. Like, I don't know what happened to them. With their like, dog. They're the goal. Exactly. I mean, like I seriously, every time I see that, I'm like, God, I hope like, like in decades, that's Pam and I, and it probably won't be Riley because right. dogs don't live that long. But I mean, like some other dog, like. I, you know, I don't know who they are, but they just make me feel like that's goals. Like, right. Like, they're, yeah, I, I don't know them, but they make me happy. They're just hand in hand, old couple by the sea. You know, they don't have a big old house. They don't look like they're rich or anything, but they're in love. They're happy. They have each other. They have a dog. I mean, yeah. what else do you need? I love that couple too, actually. I think about that every time, like you, every time I think of that, I'm like, aw, like they're having a good day, right? <laughs> they really are. They're having a good day. They're outside, they're walking their dog. And could it be a prettier place yes, to walk that yes. dog, right? I mean, they're near the sea with the, you know, you'd be able to smell. It's just, yeah, it's a fun thing to think about that. I, I think that they put that in there so that so many of us could aspire to that at some point. Emphasis on obscure characters right there. Okay. <laughs> That's a, okay, Pam, give us another. What you got? 
Okay, so I'm going to a whole attraction here. Another one at the Animal Kingdom, right? Who would have thought? But um, I'm going to, because there's two in particular that I want to talk about. It's tough to be a bug. First of all, there's that pretty blue butterfly that sort of ends it and begins the show, right? Love that butterfly. Her name is is Nicole. Did you know that? Nicole. Yeah, you referenced her in in Wednesday's show. He said... Watch out for the, Go the back call. and listen. Yes, yes. for sure. Right. <laughs> and the other one is Claire de Lune, right? Because <laughs> that she's in posters as you're walking in. And there are many other different characters that are represented on those posters. But for some reason, Claire, um, as you watch, is one that sticks in my memory, right? She has sort of a memorable part of the attraction. And... Um, I think it's very brave because there aren't a lot of females who are willing to have that kind of part in a movie, but she stepped up to the plate and did what she does best, apparently. So Claire and the little blue butterfly. Again, emphasis obscure because you guys are nailing it on these. These are great. (laughs) I love these because they all need attention. We understood the assignment. We got it. We got it. And uh, so real quick, Len in our live chat, he likes the short bearded hitchhiker in Haunted Mansion. He has a name, Ricky, I bet you know. What's his name? Is is Um, that Phineas, I think? There's Gus, Phineas, and... Somebody will correct me. It's with an E? Does it begin with an E? Enos. Oh, no. I'm feeling an E, but I could be totally wrong. I think you're right. No, and I don't remember now. I keep wanting to say Ferb, and I know it's not right because Phineas. Yeah, I keep calling Phineas Ferb. That's where my brain is stuck on right now. It's like Ferb. Yeah, no, and, it's not and, Ferb. And the third one's Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> Doofenshmirtz. That's the name. Phineas Ferb and Doofenshmirtz. That's, that's their names. Incorporated. No, Mark says Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Totally obscure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so give yes. us another one, Ricky. Those are throwing in some of our live chatters here so we get them included. Okay, all right. So I didn't get to throw my other one in for Spaceship Earth because we moved on. So um, I have to throw her in. I think you guys know where I'm going with, and that is Foxy Cleopatra, as I like to call her. Um, mm-hmm. She is so fantastic. I love her. Uh, she is in Spaceship Earth, obviously in the computer scene. She's got that fantastic outfit on. She is rocking the yellow. I thought you were uh, talking about them- that's Beyonce is what I call her. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, Foxy Cleopatra was the name of Beyonce's character in Austin Powers. Oh, see, so, yeah, yeah, see, you didn't know that. See, I just, yeah, yeah I just yeah. call her Beyonce. Okay. There yeah. you go. See, yes. So, yes. So we love her so much. Um, she's got those go-go boots. She is rocking those. I mean, you know, I just love her so much. She is just such a fantastic character. And I'm so glad that they added her into that scene. So there's that one. Um, and then I'm going to also stick with the Haunted Mansion. Um, I'm going to stick with a kind of obscure character. One that you hear, but you don't ever see. And that's the ghost host. I think that, you know, everybody thinks of all the other characters inside the Haunted Mansion. You're going to think of Constance Hashway. You're going to think of, you know, Gus Phineas and Verb. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, you're, you're going to think of Madame Leota. Uh, you're going to think of little Leota, but you're really not thinking of the ghost host because he's just traveling along with you uh, throughout your journey. And so I feel like he's so underrated in that regard because he, you don't see him. He's just a specter. So I really like that. I, I like him as a, as a, a kind of underrepresented character. You know, what's interesting is like some nights when I'm working down late at night in my office, nobody's home. 
late at night. I'm down here. The ghost host talks to me like he's here. Yeah, I believe it. That's good. That's good. It's weird. And Ezra is the other ghost. Ezra, that's it. Okay, not not Doofenshmirtz. Yeah. Well, he's a lesser known one. He appears <laughs> in the Haunted Mansion, but just not one of the three. It, Got it. Okay, that's good. That's good. Little known fact, Phineas is better than Ezra. So just so you know. Um, okay, so the next one that I have. Now, this one here, this is not obscure because you guys are totally, like you said, understanding the assignment. But I just think this one, the attraction falls apart without this person. And it's Patrick, the flight attendant on Soren. If you don't Bravo. have Patrick, Bravo, sir. If yes. you don't have Patrick, yes. and I know he's like almost like famous, but I don't think he. Yes. I think he's still kind of obscure. Like, okay, we all get. If you're listening to our show, you know exactly. If I say Pat, I, I can just say Patrick, and you're like, you can't. Is that and his name actually on the attraction? Because I never watched yes. any shows he's ever in. Like, I don't know what shows yes. he's in on TV. He's Patrick, your chief flight attendant. That's right. He is. But yes. I mean, like, and I, the thing is like, I've ridden that ride so many times and I, I like, I want to do like a master's thesis on that, that, that 90 second little intro video, because there's something about it that's perfect. And it's like his body movements. It's his enunciation of the words. It's like yes. when he looks at his little cards at the end and he goes, I don't know what it is, but it is absolute. Like he should get a Emmy or a Grammy, oh, Grammys for music. Uh, Oscar, I don't, like there's something about it that's just like we need a new award. A theme I parky, a theme parky. I like it. Let's it, go with it. Yeah. Somebody said he was putty on Seinfeld. I've never seen a Seinfeld episode in my putty, life. Putty, so I putty, putty, putty. I don't know. Pudding. I don't know. Yeah, just, but the thing is, like, I don't know why what it is. But there's like whoever did like he is a genius because it's there's something about it that I cannot turn away, and yes. it's just it's like the way he like tells the ball guy to take off his ears, you know. Good work. Nice work, pal. Like it's I mean, a masterpiece. It's, it's, it's a masterpiece. It's perfect. And I don't know why it's perfect because it's a stupid pre-show video. It's so dumb, <laughs> but it's perfection. I mean, Pam, am I not wrong? It, it Without that, Soren is no. like a D-ticket attraction. No, it's absolutely true. And so what's so funny is when Soren opened... He was there at yes. the video event. Oh, yes, that's amazing. He, was. he absolutely was. Yes, he was putty on Seinfeld. And he was also Kronk in Emperor's yes. New Roof, which I love that movie. And I love him in it. I think he's just such a fantastic character. But yeah, no, this pre-show, first of all, the pre-show, like how much pre-show do we need to be told to go to in sit, and to sit seat. down exactly. and put on a seatbelt. <laughs> Something we probably do every day. You've probably yes. done that seven True. times just to get to that right. point at the park. Exactly. All right. Speaking, speaking of how many times, how many different ways we need to be told to put on a seatbelt, honorable mention, we're going to go back to, back to, you know, back in the day, but test track, the old test track video with um, the guy that's in like every single, uh, <laughs> TV show and movie, and he's on the game show network now. Um, and the lady that was with him, they always told you how to buckle, you know, you know, did we turn off the robots? You know, th those people. Yeah. That that's another really great pre-show that just really that literally true. telling you, Hey, dummies, buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> it's true, but that's it. So they, they do that in Soren, you know, you have that pre-show and I'm sure it's just to keep you occupied as you're waiting for the load in and load out of that. But it is such a, it is part of the attraction now. I would be really sad if I went to get on Soren 
and this and wasn't, wasn't there. there. Well, you know, there was talk about like when they redid Soren, oh my gosh, are they going to get rid of Patrick? Thankfully, you know, Disney listened and they understood they understood that Patrick was an integral part in the attraction and that he had to stay. So bravo for It's Disney. even how he <laughs> says like he says, I am your chief flight attendant i mean it's like the yeah. ways that, and then like even how he like walks away like his like his he turns a certain way and like his body like moves like a millisecond ahead of his head or something i know people are like you're weird mike this is weird that you notice these things but there is something about that video i cannot turn away from it is so weird because all he's doing is telling you to sit down take your hat off and put your seatbelt on people and if you're scared don't don't do it if you're scared of heights wait for your wait for your party at the gate so weird. That's true. It's That's true. stuff like yes. that. Just mess. It. Like I think about that stuff at night. I know my brain's messed up, but anyway. All right, Pam, All right. give us another one. Let's go. So I'm going to another one that has two people that I want to mention, or two groups of people. Um, the Grand Fiesta tour. I'm going back to when it was El, El Rio del Tiempo. Yeah, yes. There we go. And um, at the end, they had these folks who were trying to sell their wares and they would follow you from screen to screen right before the ride ended. And they were a little persistent, I'm going to say. Um, and having visited Mexico, during that time, they that was a pretty true-to-life depiction of at least the folks at the border as you're trying to leave and whatnot. I understand it's sort of a stereotypical display, so probably one of the reasons why it was removed. But that was something, like, those characters, I totally remember that as a kid. And the other folks who even had maybe more of an impact on me than the people at the end yes. were the people that were at the swim up bar, bar, right? The people who were at the swim up bar and you had to look down to see the screen because it was yep. there in the, in the water. But you're missing, okay, you were close because I thought you had it, but in that attraction, and they're still there. You know, the ones that the I think of the, who? Divers? The cliff the divers. divers. The cliff divers are the best because they're straight out they of the seventies, so man. They are. They are perfect. They are the, some of the best characters, <laughs> obscure characters of all. There's a anyway. lot of good stuff oh, in that's this a great attraction. Ride. Yes. And it's so much of it didn't make it from the transition yeah. from El Rio, El Rio de, del Tiempo <laughs> to. Yes, <laughs> to there's a lot the there. There's Fiesta. a lot. Yeah, that's a, there's a lot still going on with that attraction. I mean, yeah, there were things, there but is. there still is. That's good, right? I wish that they would put the swim up bar back in if just for a little <laughs> bit. Donald, I was sure that bar. that when I was a kid, I was sure that that's what every great vacation would include. <laughs> a swim right? up bar, a swim up bar. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is the example of living on vacation. <laughs> I like where your head was as a child. That's fantastic. Yes. I'm like, I can't wait till I'm old enough to go to a place that has to go to a swim up, up bar. <laughs> I still think, I think we'll, that's where I'll spend all day. We'll know we've and made it when when, you can, when you can have you chips have. and guac on that ride. We know we've made right. it. I mean, I'm not yes. asking for margaritas because that could get rowdy, but chips and guac. No, oh. no, yes. God, that'd be so good. I think it would get rowdy with the guac too. I'm Bring it on. Uh, I don't care. It'd be you fine. You can't trust people with that. I I will take a chance. I mean, because no, you no. you're gonna pay twelve bucks for a little scoop of guac. Well, I mean, come on. That's okay. I'm here for it. Let's Revenue go. source. Revenue source. I'll gladly pay it. All right, Ricky, give us another. What you got? All right. Can I talk about? Can I talk about the elephant in the room? Can I talk about the one that's the? the we already worst? did. Little red. I mean, it was in the, it was in the jeep <laughs> earlier. Come on. <laughs> 
<laughs> Valid point. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. We have to talk about the elephant, though. And that is the obscure characters, the terrible characters in Pandora, Flight of Passage. I mean, you know, Avatar, Flight of Passage. It's just, it's it's so bad. It's so cringy. I, I don't want to uh, 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 fly anymore. Like, I'm done. By the time that pre-show was over, I'm like, I'm done. Let's just go. You mean, I'm out you of mean this. that guy that goes, uh, uh. Yes. Uh, like it's just it's terrible. Uh, like I know <laughs> I love him so much. I don't want to be getting on an attraction where the guy who's in charge of everything's looking like I had never done this before. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just got here. I'm here to press buttons. And that's a maybe, whole new idea. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you'll end up uh, connecting to this banshee. I'm not sure. Like. When you have to question whether the guy that's supposed to help you connect right. with the banshee is not sure if he's doing it right, yeah, no, again, I'm, not, I'm again, not in on it. But then again, a lot of times they're breaking the rules. Like on uh, Dinosaur, they're like, he's like, Felicia Rashad's like everybody's mom. Like she's there making sure everything's going to be serious. And then right. as soon as she like bends over to tie her shoe, he's like, okay, we're in. We're going to break every rule. And you're probably going to get yep. killed by dinosaurs, but it's all good. It's going to be fun. It's going to that's fine. Good. You're gonna be fine. He's an yeah. good character too, by the way, because he brings you back one uh, one dinosaur uh, extra large. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> this is fun. This is great. I love this show. This is fun. <laughs> so, is that yours though? You got the uh, the guy that's a uh, yeah. Uh, that's he, the he one. Me. I mean, I also don't love Jackie Ogden, but you know, I mean, she's less annoying to me than you know the guy that can't you know, help you figure out how to fly. So I'm, it's I'm weird. Cause that, he looks but... like the way the, on that one, the guy, I don't know who Jackie Ogden is by the way. Well, she's the, she's the, the woman in the yeah. attraction. Cause see, I, all I know is the guy. I just know the guy. Cause <laughs> yeah. he's like, he's like right up on the camera. So if you're watching a video, he's kind of like, yeah, yeah, Matt. Yeah. He looks like that. Yes, exactly. I, I know it's like a different kind of like cinematography, but I don't like it. Like he's he's all in my, either. He's like all up in my grill. I don't need you like that when I'm getting ready to <laughs> no. get on a ride that might make me motion sickness. <laughs> Give me motion I don't sickness. need it either. I don't need it either. I don't need it either. Let's so relax. I'm out. Yeah, seriously. Okay. This is this show has gone off the rails. I am so sorry. This is a mess. <laughs> it's Friday. And it's the Bama Tennessee game tomorrow. So I it need a little stress. Off the rails. Very stressed. And I got trivia tomorrow night, which I've told everybody I'm going to win. And I'm kind of getting nervous about how I've rubbed my mouth uh -oh. for like two months. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've told everybody I've already spent my money that I'm going to win. And everybody's like, you're going to donate it back? I'm like, nope. I'm donating it back to my pocket. Um, but I will. Oh, I'll give no. it back to the okay. cheerleading right. squad. Because, I mean, I'd look bad if I didn't, right? Okay, okay. so here's the thing. The next one, this one is nobody's going to know who this is. But it's, a, it's okay. an inside joke between Scott and I. And the weird thing oh. is. You know, like when you're good friends with somebody and you just like open up and you tell them something that like they're never going to get. But then like the. the I'm a little the, worried. I'm a little okay. scared. So I'm then, definitely the, scared. But then yes. your friend is like, dude, I've wondered the same thing. Okay. So <laughs> there's this when you ride living with the land. Oh, no. At the very end, when you come back in, like after you've gone through the greenhouse and you're coming back in yeah. right before you get off the boat on the left. They show you like those that like those pictures that kind of flash up and disappear, right? They flash up and disappear. Yeah. And it shows yes. people from like around the world. There's this this gentleman, this older gentleman, Oriental gentleman, like Japanese, Chinese, with like a kid. 
And I've always wondered, and I want, this is how my brain works. Like, I wonder what's up with that couple. Like, they're probably not with us anymore because they were old, and that was back in the 80s. <laughs> at Epcot. In the 80s. So, I wonder yeah. if that guy is still with us and, like, what he's doing now. And even the kid, because the kid's probably, like, in his 20s or 30s. I doubt that old guy is still with us. But I, I wonder about these things. Like, what are they up to today? And so it's that right. it's the guy in the kid in that picture like what are they up to today where do they live do they still live you know in japan do they live in china do they live in vietnam do they live you know i've, I've always wondered that like where did like is this stock footage or did you know disney go out and talk to these people and include them in the attraction do they even know i've, I've always wondered that like do they know how many people in a day in a month in a year in a decade have seen their picture to float it right past them i mean this is again showing my level of nerddom but Pam, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, how many people have seen those people? Do they even have an idea so, that they're in an attraction at Epcot? I don't know, but think about it. That the Asian kid who is in that is was probably like five. He's probably like, and yeah, five or Epcot's six. Epcot's forty. So yeah. forty-five. Mike is the that age kid's like of my age. Person. I know. Oh my god. Yes, oh, it's true. Oh. Yes. <laughs> He's thinking like 25. Oh my, it's closer to 45. Okay, so so grandpa is long gone. Okay, so I'm sorry. I mean, I missed you. <laughs> the Asian guy and his grandson playing in that. No, I I think about all those people who are there. Like you, you know, you really want to know. And it would be great if they gave us an update to this. Like, here's what, you know, here's what these people are now. They probably didn't even know each other and they were just doing that. But that that's really interesting to think about. I think about all those people though that are there at the end of the land. And they've been there for a long time. I'm I can't say with 100% certainty that they were there when the attraction opened, but I bet they were. Or, I mean, they, I think they have to be. Yeah, me too. Because it was just like a different kind of thing. Um, but yeah. Unless they were put, what, did they, they updated the attraction at some point in the 90s, They did, and they? they removed like the actual cast member, but they were there when the cast right. members were yeah, there. So yeah, yeah, they've been there as long as I can remember. And it is every time they do any yes. kind of refurbishment, I'm always scared. Because I mean, those pictures look dated. Right. I mean, they, well, yeah, yes, they do. Yeah, they I'm do. always scared they're going away. Like these things are going to be goners, but every time I go through and it's still there, I'm like, Whew. cause I don't know. It's like a comfort thing for me. Cause it's just, it's a joke now with Scott and I, like every time we ride, like one of us is there and the other one isn't, you got to take a picture and send it like, well, good. They're still there. You know, wonder what they're up to today. Um, it's kind of our thing. You know, I think everybody needs to have, a, if you have a Disney friend, like I, you know, I have Scott and you, you gotta do that kind of stuff like it's just what you do like yeah they're still there pictures there anyway all right so pam let's go one more uh round here maybe one or two so what give us another obscure character okay so i'm gonna talk about something that sort of felt like a fever dream and unfortunately I think you the all show, were the there been a in the fever dream, dream. Yes, yes. <laughs> and this is someone that we all sort of know but the fact that he was in and part of this epcot attraction as the headliner, um, it was when Martin Short was the narrator yes! in the Canada movie. That was like, like you got in there and you were questioning life choices. I think sure. that there, there was so much that was not right and weird and yes, borderline felt inappropriate. Why? Why was his face so plastic surgery back then? Oh, I mean, it's well, then I mean, you got Gary great. Sinise in Mission Space, honorable oh, mention. That's there you true. go. That's a good point. But like, 
his face i mean it's kind of grown into it a little bit better now but back then whoa the plastic surgery that he had <laughs> it was just an odd thing even the jokes that they were making and it felt like someone who like had perhaps taken some kind of too many <laughs> drinks of coffee before this all started i don't know but it felt frenetic there was so much about that that felt really weird and almost forced and it was odd. Um, I'm happier now with where we are. And I didn't mind it, you know, where it was before we started down this path of, you know, the changing. But that felt odd to me. It really did. So they were capturing that pure Canadian energy in the attraction. <laughs> yes, they were. They must drink a lot of maple syrup up there. If that's what they <laughs> that's were doing. Exactly right. So, yes. Oh, that was sure. fun. Yeah, that's yeah, that's oh a good. It's gosh. definitely a lot more mellow nowadays. It just uh, yes, it's not as frenetic as the be. word. Yeah, it was a little little crazy there. All right, Ricky, give us another. We got. All right, so I get. I mean, this is kind of obscure in a weird way, uh, just because this is not at this point someone that you think would still be around uh for many reasons actually uh and it's it's actually going to be aerosmith as part of rock and roller coaster Dude, you Let's should not perfect. have said that because again we record this on mondays and the show comes out on fridays <laughs> stuff always happens <laughs> Sorry. To put, wrap steven tyler in some bubble wrap i'm just saying for yes, right. please do. Oh, ricky, ricky you just ricky this guy my apologies oh, my apologies. oh, oh my god okay so i'm, I'm so not sorry. sleeping I... ricky I hope he's okay. Um, but like, seriously, like this is an attraction that is living on such borrowed time just because of that fact. I mean, you know, they're all definitely up there in age. Um, they haven't had a hit song in, I mean, years and I'm talking years at this point. So like their staying power in general, just the fact that they are still in that attraction it just floors me. I, I I cannot like fathom. I know there was time where people talked about, you know, replacing it with like back in the day, they were talking about like replacing with the Jonas Brothers or something like that. Like I know that That's was a thing dumb. back then. I have other ideas Garth of what Brooks. I think should be there now. No, not Garth Brooks. I don't yes. think it should be. I don't think when they re when when things end up happening at this attraction, because they eventually will, uh, I now don't think it will it. be a I know. I don't think it will be a a uh, race to a uh, concert any longer. I think that they will go away from the musical act uh, thing, and and it'll be a whole other theme, possibly Marvel. I'm just saying if they can get away with it. Like you know, I know that there's some issues with Marvel and and Disney, but you know, and, and slash Universal. But like, I'm sure that they have something in their in their uh, back pocket. Actually, you know what would also work there is the. Um, Monsters Inc. Uh, coaster would, you know, work really well there that'd too work. at some point. So, that would be yeah, and then, like, they're great. They're obscure. They, I have the the thing has so many great lines, uh, especially like you know, you see Ken Marino. I mean, you have to be a really obscure people person to know who that is. Uh, and I, it's just, it's just, it's a great, great attraction. And uh, and I'm sorry, I probably just doomed it. <laughs> So That's my obscure right. my obscure character there would be the manager that goes. Yes, for sure. I love her. I love her. I I was gonna say her name. I think it's yeah. Elena Douglas or something like that. I I manager. think I said it right. Our manager. So. No, I mean yeah, I love her. Attraction I love falls her apart so without much. her. 
Yeah, and yes. uh, so that's why I go with there. But yeah, I'm with Tanja, and this is the only time I will agree with Tanja until at least Sunday because she's a Vols fan. I'm a Bama fan, and it's the third Saturday in uh, in October. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she says it would you know she'd break her heart if it went away because it's just it's rock and roller coaster. It's got to stay. Like it's just. It's I mean. Until something happens. Yeah, so stop. You're just, you're just, why do you keep saying that? Like, you just, please don't talk about me. Stop. Just, please. Sorry. Don't mention, Sorry. Don't, don't let my name come out of your mouth. Please. Okay. Okay. My so, bad. My bad. Let me, let's my bad. Go. Okay, I didn't one, say who. We're doing, we're doing one rapid fire one here, and mine is, and I just lost it because you got uh -oh. me so distracted that you were going to say something that was going to make something bad happen to me tonight when I drive to Taco Bell. Um, got it. Okay, Pam, go with yours because I have it on the tip of my okay. tongue and I just lost it. All right, I have one. So at Hollywood Studios, in the Muppets, I the was gonna go with that one too. Guy, Waldo, Waldo, yeah. And the weirdest thing is, when Hannah was a kid, she was afraid of the little, oh. like terrified. Like if we talked about the blue guy at home. She oh was gosh. freaked out. I don't like, and who would have anticipated that? Like the first time we took her, I never anticipated her being afraid of that, but she oh. was, she was. He's Waldo, the spirit oh, of 3D, right? Yes. Is that his name? But here's the thing. That, that character annoys the stuff out of me. I hate that thing. Like he, to me, he ruins the whole Muppets thing. Cause he's not a Muppet. That thing. And he's a whiner. Like that character. <laughs> I'm sorry. That character bugs me. Like, I am with you on Get that. If they cut that part, like if they were just redid the attraction and kept and everything and reworked it so that Waldo wasn't in it, I think we'd all be happier. <laughs> I just but, remembered yeah. mine. I got mine. Okay, real quick before I forget it again. Okay. It's DJ Rex in Oga's Cantina. Uh, yes. I mean, he's, he's a robot that spins. To, I mean, he's basically like me if I was a droid back in like the 90s. And he lays there and he does his little robot hand like this to the beat of the music. If you're watching the video, DJ Rex, enough said. Get yourself a fuzzy Tauntaun. Enjoy the master mix coming from DJ Rex at the cantina. All right, Ricky, give us the last one and we are going to have a great weekend. All right. Well, my last one is one, unfortunately, that we can't hear anymore. It, again, is kind of an auditory one. And it was the former narrator on on the the, the TTA, um, you know, as he took you around and was it was back when they did the 1994 version of it. And they were, you know, showing you around the town and talking about all the different pieces of the town and, and stuff like that. And it was just there was something so classic about that. And I know they keep, they've tried to, to redo it and they just redid the narration again recently to add Tron and things like that. But there's just something about that 1994 version of it that really, it's so obscure. And it, it, it really, that, that really was a character of the attraction. I mean, to be perfectly honest, even though again, you didn't see him specifically he was what made Car our carousel progress. He was what made the TTA. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with him. So I agree. I mean, that because I've listened to that thing countless times. We used to play that on Magical Mouse Radio. Yeah. I came on. I was like, I was like locked in for 17 minutes or whatever it was. I know. It was so good. So good. I loved it. I miss Magical Mouse Radio. Poor Live 365. All right. Well, hey, me too. that is going to do it for today's show. But here's the fun part. Sunday night, you got to join us. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Scott's going to be with me, and this show continues, and we turn it all over to you. So we know that you're like, Mike, 
Ricky Pam, how could you forget about this guy or this gal or this robot or this dinosaur or this dog or this prairie dog on living with whatever, this buffalo? Let us know what your favorite Disney, Walt Disney World character is or Disneyland. And we'll continue the show and then we'll put that out on Thursday and everybody will have a little bit more fun next week with this podcast. So we hope you had, I mean, I know today's show was like a fever dream, but we had fun with it. And hopefully you did too. <laughs> Pass some time, maybe running on the treadmill, running outside, cutting the grass, doing the dishes, walking the dog, whatever. Just hope we kept you company and uh, brought up some good memories for you. So don't forget our show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. You know the, the drill. Just go over to themagicforless.com today. Check out all the great trip planning tools right there. That's where your next Disney adventure starts. That's where you check out all the great tools to start planning. You see all the specials there. While you're there, fill out that quote form. It's super quick. Just put as much information as you have for the destination you're looking at. And then an agent will get back to you right away. And we'll build that relationship. We'll help you find some you know, deals out there. We'll get you some pricing, some availability, and we'll go from there. But you'll pay the same price booking directly with Disney as you do with us, and you're going to get first-class service each and every time. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the show. You guys make all these podcasts possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. So join us over there, patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. Give Ricky a follow on the social media. She's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S on Instagram and Twitter. Pam's at T-M-F-L-T Pam. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike, and I'd love to talk to you this week as well, this weekend. And, of course, join us Sunday night. Scott and I are going to be waiting for your calls, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, Facebook and YouTube. All right, time to get out of here and let us get on with uh, the weekend. It's time to uh, have some fun. Another big high school football game for Howell and another little football game down in Knoxville. So for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike. Wish you a great weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and roll tide roll. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.